The Tyler Hero deal is done. With the first game of the season just days away, the Heat took care of business early and took care of Tyler Hero to the tune of $130 million for a four-year contract extension. Tyler remains a core piece of the team that drafted him. We break down the contract, the expectations for Hero moving forward, and what it means about the future of the Heat. That's all coming up on today's Locked on Heat. You are Locked on Heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to Locked On Heat, your daily podcast on the Miami Heat. However you might be tuning in on YouTube, Odyssey, or on your favorite podcast app. Thank you so much. For making Locked On Heat your first listen every day, I'm Wes Goldberg here with David Ramil recording this seven o'clock Eastern time uh, on Sunday, just minutes after the news breaks that Tyler Hero and the Miami Heat have agreed on a brand new four-year extension. Let's just break it down really quick: 120 million dollars guaranteed, 10 million dollars potentially in incentives. That's paying Tyler Hero between 30 and about 32 and a half million dollars on average per season, locking up Tyler Hero. Through 2027, Tyler Hero is long, is going to be on the Miami Heat, it seems, for at least the next five seasons based on this contract extension. We're going to get into all of what this means. We're going to get into what this means for the future of the Miami Heat and the expectations now for Tyler Hero, even this season, now that he's minted to this brand new uh, contract extension. But David, again, recording this just minutes after this huge deal, surprising numbers. I think. I think you and I long expected that a, an extension would get done, but your takeaway on just the dollar amount. It sounds like a lot. It does. I mean, I cannot separate myself from the fact that it sounds like a lot. When you look at other potential rookie deals or other deals like RJ Barrett's and other players that, around the league that have gotten their deals done, it seems like a lot. But when you consider Tyler's age, when you consider his potential, when you consider what he's already accomplished, not just in the playoffs, but during the regular season, becoming the sixth man of the year last year, the expectations for him to continue to evolve on multiple levels, not just on offense, but on defense as well. It's a fair deal, and I'm all for it. I'm, I'm so happy that the Miami Heat have been able to lock in Tyler moving forward. I think the it's a vote of confidence for him and his abilities as a player. I think they're seeing him as a cornerstone piece moving forward alongside Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and even Kyle Lowry. Just a fantastic deal. I, I really... Like, I, I wasn't sure what the numbers would look up to. It feels like a lot, like I said. But you know what? When you look at what Tyler's capable of, what he's already done, it's a fair deal. Look, it goes back to what I was saying last week. I, I didn't. I expected Tyler Hero to get paid. I expected them to get an extension done. I don't know that I expected this. But like I said, the, the, the management group that handles this thing for Tyler Hero, um, they get a lot of money for their clients. You can go back and me. And maybe more than they deserve, according to some pundits, would say, like, you look at guys like Marvin Bagley and some other people that are part of this Excel spread or Excel sports group, not Excel spreadsheet, Excel sports group. Well, they, and, they got plenty of spreadsheets cooking right now. <laughs> yeah, spreadsheet masterminds, I guess. Um, <laughs> these guys get paid. Tyler Hero was going to get paid, whether it was the Heat or not. I believe that. Even if, if they never got something done as an extension, he would have gotten paid in restricted free agency. Um, we know across the league that Tyler Hero's value is polarizing. But that doesn't mean that other teams don't highly value Tyler Hero and think that he's worth this money. Now, he is getting paid a lot more than R.J. Barrett. He's getting paid a lot more than R.J. Barrett, and I can already you could just you could feel Knicks fans rolling their eyes. Whatever. We can have that discussion. But I, I think that this is also a vote of confidence 
for the Miami Heat in Tyler Hero. I think that the I, I do believe that they see the work that Tyler Hero has put in. Sixth man of the year last year, averaging I I believe the fourth most points for a sixth man of the year ever. I think in like the forty years that sixth man of the year award has been an award. Uh, he had a fantastic season, and some people want to poo-poo it as yay points, and some people want to dismiss it because he was coming off the bench, but he was playing starters minutes, he was finishing games, and he's immensely valuable at his best to this offense and to this team, and I think they're buying into the work that he put in to become sixth man of the year last year, the leap that he took from year two to year three, and I think the leap that they're expecting him to make now from year three to year four, and you pointed this out before we started recording, David, they just got done with training camp in the Bahamas. He must have looked pretty good. And you and I talked about this. Like there was so much, there was so much of a spotlight on Tyler during the, the Bahamas training camp because they're going to be looking at that. Pat Riley was there. Andy Ellsberg was there. Adam Simon was there. Obviously, Eric Spolster was there. They got to see whatever work that it is that Tyler put in over the offseason. You got to believe based on this extension that Tyler looked pretty good in training camp. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I. You know, you wonder how much of it played like a, I don't know if there was a deciding factor, let's say. I, I think it probably just cemented the idea that they already had going into training camp that they knew what they had in Tyler Hero. Like, I think when you, when, most fans would argue that the biggest knock on Tyler at this point, it's not just his defensive issues, whatever, but the fact that maybe he struggled in the postseason. I think that's what a lot of things, and I think people around the league are questioning what version of Tyler Hero we'll see moving forward, whether or not it's the player that we saw as a rookie in the bubble or whether or not it's the player that we've seen over the last couple of postseasons where he's been locked up by the Milwaukee Bucks last year and then after that uh, struggling somewhat, whether it was due to injury or something else, we'll never know. So I think there are concerns. And then the, you do the work, right? He comes into training camp, as, as he said, was it 4.2 body fat, the lowest on the team, lower even than Jimmy Butler. Right. He's right. done the work. He's continued to grow and evolve. I think the, the team knew what they had in him. They were confident in what they were getting from him as a young player that continues to show potential. And I think that they believe in Tyler Hero that he moving forward, he's going to continue to evolve into an all-star player. I, I believe I, I'm with you. I think that this organization believes in Tyler Hero. I don't think as much as I was just giving credit to Tyler Hero's agent, right? And we already know based on what Tyler Hero was saying at media day and in training camp that they were in conversations. They were in negotiations. You and I, like off this show would be texting back and forth. Like, when's this going to happen? Cause we expected it to happen before the deadline, which was October 18th for the, the day of the regular season beginning for the heat. Um, we expected it to happen. Um, but I, I just, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And I don't think that the heat were bullied into giving him a lot of money. I don't think that the heat operate in that way. I think the heat, if they didn't feel comfortable in Tyler hero as a cornerstone piece of this franchise, not just, trade bait as as a lot of people think that Tyler Hero might just be a tra- always being dangled in trades and look they did they offered him for Kevin Durant we know this right we we don't know what the That's extension yeah, I mean, to be in, right? Like, if you're getting traded for one of the best players in NBA history, that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's not that he's untouchable. It's not that, right. but they do value him very highly. And there's a gray area that I think gets lost in most of this, the commentary around this kind of stuff, because Heat fans, I think, can see, okay, he's been dangled for James Harden, maybe dangled for Kevin Durant. We don't really know the extent of any Donovan Mitchell offers if there ever really was one. And by the way, I don't think there ever was an official offer on the table from Miami for Donovan Mitchell. And that, regardless of if it included Tyler Hero, I don't think they ever got that far. But mm-hmm. I, I, I do, I, I think that this is a vote of confidence in Tyler Hero. They, and it, it shows that he is a valuable part of this organization, and that they, they are comfortable. They wouldn't give him this contract if they didn't feel comfortable with him finishing this contract as a member of the Miami Heat. They didn't get bullied into this. They could have easily just said, you know what, Tyler, 
we're not seeing eye to eye. We just saw what happened with Phoenix and DeAndre Ayton. Hey, look, we don't value that way. Phoenix to DeAndre Ayton. Let's just roll this over. We'll kick it in re restricted free agency. Go get an offer sheet, and then we'll decide whether or not we want to match it. The Heat could have done that. The Heat could have done that. And there were people thinking that they may have do they, that they may do it. Um, they didn't. They decided, you know what? We don't want to risk it in restricted free agency. Let's take care of our guy here. He's a known quantity. We know the work that he puts in behind the scenes, and we trust him to continue to get better in all the ways that Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra have challenged him to get better. To your point, they said, hey, defensively, you got to get better, get bigger, stronger. What did Tyler do? He got bigger, better, stronger, low body fat, like you pointed out, added more 10 pounds of muscle. We're going to do that every year, I think, for the next five years with Tyler is, hey, another 10 pounds of muscle. Great. Good, good for you, Tyler. <laughs> But I, I think they, they appreciate the work that he puts in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I want to talk about the the league-wide perception from fans, pundits, et cetera, because I think— Take it to him. You know, I'm just—I'm I'm a little upset about that. Not right now. I'll save that for the next segment. We'll mm. talk a little bit more about the expectations uh, because I, I think that's something that uh, a lot of fans are expecting. Like, if there are these incentives built into the contract, what does that mean for Tyler's yeah. level of production? What does the team want to see from him moving forward? It could have looked different, right? But based on these numbers, I think there are definitely expectations on Tyler Hero that he's going to have to meet, regardless of that For vote sure. of confidence. He still has work to do, regardless of getting paid here. We'll talk about that next here on Locked on Heat. But first, today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. It's simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Look, you don't want to deal with people that it saves you time, right? You get to list the exact qualifications that you want, the skills that you're looking for, and you get the, the the candidates that meet those qualifications. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus lead, uh, leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NBA. That's linkedin.com slash NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the ultimate pro basketball preview starting October 10th, a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and the NBA insiders of the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey all combining into one ultimate NBA preview. Starting October 10th, search for the ultimate pro basketball preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wes Goldberg here with David Mill. We're breaking down all the angles of this Tyler hero trade remember you could subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast apple spotify and of course we are also on youtube subscribe like ring the bell comments etc um this puts quite a bit of expectations on tyler and i don't know that the heat feel that they have to start tyler hero because of this extension but based on what we just talked about david if they're this confident if they feel this strongly about tyler hero that he is this dude. Man, I'm, I don't know a lot of guys that are getting paid $30 million a year plus and coming off the bench as a six-man. I just don't. And so to me, I think all of this says, you know what? <laughs> I feel pretty good about Tyler Hero starting opening night. What do you think? 
I, I'd have to agree there. We've seen uh, reports about the lineups that they used in training camp, but that's just training camp. You're trying to see what sticks. Yeah, a lot of experience. You're trying to see different options. You're throwing everything out there and saying, you know what, this works, this doesn't. And ultimately, Eric Spolster is just going to come down to the fielding the best unit out there to start off games. I I have to agree with you. I just don't see any way that you can pay him this kind of money, that you can give him this vote of confidence. That, that's the phrase that we keep if there's a theme to the show it's that you're getting paid a lot of money guess what we believe in you we feel that you've earned it and part of that part of that as we've heard from tyler is about being a starter what we've heard from pat riley is that's fine if he wants to be a starter go out and prove it you're getting paid to be a starter he's got to be one i, I just don't see any world in which they're going to pay him this kind of money and i know the extension doesn't kick in until next year whatever he's getting that money regardless he's the, the one of the highest paid players on this team third to Bama DeBio yes. and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Uh, more than Tyler Hero. I more mean, than Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. yeah, exactly. More than Duncan Robinson. Yes. You know, more than it. More than Dwayne Wade made at any point throughout his career. Uh, still, I know the contracts are different. I know inflation. Yeah, sure. Different, but either way, it's still a lot of money. The expectation moving More than Tyler Johnson right. ever made. <laughs> you've got to be a starter. You've got to be a clutch player. Yeah. You've got to keep winning games in February. You got to keep winning them in April. You got to keep. And he's saying all the right things, David. Like we go back to what he said in media day. He's learning how to play off the ball. He wanted to figure out how to play off of Jimmy, off of Bama, off of Kyle Lowry, the catch and shoot numbers. I love the the specifics of what he said offensively. Yeah. Um, learning to attack off the catch as opposed to off the dribble. Learning in training camp, he was talking to reporters saying that he wanted to learn how to attack better without using screens. He doesn't want to just right. be this pick and roll, you know, Trey Young type of player. He wants to figure out, hey, how can I get to my spots without needing a pick set for me? All of these things make him so much more dynamic. All of these things make him so much more valuable on and off the ball. And look, maybe I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid here. Maybe I'm just excited because I love the contract extension. I love that we don't have to talk about trading him for a year because he becomes untradeable, as we're going to talk about later. But... uh I, I love the deal. I love what it says about Tyler Hero. I love what it says about the organization. He has to start. I, there are going to be expectations on him. We experienced this last year with Duncan Robinson. He's getting paid basically half of what Tyler Hero is going to get paid when the extension kicks in next uh, next season. People are going to expect a lot. Tyler Hero, for yep. the first uh, three years of his career, was the wonder kid coming off the bench you know, boy wonder, Tyler Hero, South Beach famous, girls driving into poles in their car trying to get a picture with him, feel-good story, local celebrity. That's what he was. He just he could do no wrong because he was getting paid $5 million a year, and he was fun, and he's an exciting player to watch. As we talk about all the time, you don't – like the crowd, the way it responds to Tyler Hero when you're there watching these games at FTX, it's different than for any, any, any other player on the Heat roster, and I would say probably different than any player that we've seen – in Miami since Dwayne Wade. That changes if he is starting and not scoring 20 points per game. It changes. That goes away, and that goes away quick. Fans in Miami can be very fickle, and they could turn on a player very quickly. And and I, I so the work is just beginning, I think, for Tyler Hero. And he seems to embrace it. Like, he's been confident from day one. Like, we've yeah. always known about Look, the, 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 the reports following his sophomore year or about his sophomore year notwithstanding, like I, I think that's been so overblown uh, by some local media members. And I, I mean, yeah. we've rehashed this before. I think the organization always believed him. And I don't think he necessarily took a step back at all. It was the shortened season. It was COVID. There were so many different factors. He just went on this longest finals run right. in the longest season in NBA history. 
how much of a turnaround could he possibly do? He's actually entered into what? This is his second, second, second actual off season in order to be able to put in the work. And he's come back every time stronger, better, more capable than he was the season before. And I, I think, again, the expectation is going to be sky high for him. Yeah. Uh, but I think they believe that he can reach these expectations. So I, I want me, I, I want to kind of get into it a little bit and then talk about the overall national perspective because I'm kind of pissed off about it. I'll be 100% honest with you. Look, he's white. He's got to snarl his rookie year. He's got the hair. He's got the attitude, the ridiculous level of dress that some people consider fashion, which I consider trashy. Somewhere in the middle, everybody. I like it. Okay. Is fine. Whatever. It's his player. Who cares? He's a basketball player. We're not asking him to dress our kids. He wants to go and wear whatever he wants. So that's fine. He's getting paid a heck of a lot of money. He's earned it. That's great. So what? People in Ohio, people in uh, Sacramento are pissed off about Tyler Hero. I, ridiculous. He's a superstar player. He's put up 20-something points per game. He's going to be even better next year. I love the fact that they're paying him, and they want to make him a part of the team moving forward. That's it. That's yeah, it. I, I mean, you know, I've seen people Look. bristle at it. I know Heat fans are going to turn on him because he's getting paid a lot of money the same way they turned on Duncan. You guys forget what a stellar electric player he was. He was making moves. Like, he is, you know, we call it cocky, but he does have the deepest bag by far of any player on this roster. Yeah. Like, he is a bucket for a reason. He's been called that since day one, and he's proved it for the last three seasons. Of his Scoring career. really matters. At the end of the day, we could talk about all these other things you got to put points on the board. And the Heat struggled to put points on the board in the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's why they weren't playing in the NBA Finals. Tyler Hero was part of the roster. He was part of the problem. He was also dealing with a groin injury. We could debate whether or not how big of a deal that was. They need him to be better. The expectations are going to be there. You can't shy away from it. And to your point, I don't think Tyler Hero would. In fact, I think he embraces that. I think he looks forward to it. He's getting paid like an all-star now, David. He wants to be an all-star. He wants to start in order to become an all-star because he's right. He's never going to be an all-star coming off the bench. You just don't get on the all-star team that way. You could score 40 points a game off the bench. You're probably not going to be an all-star. I wouldn't go that far. Maybe. I, I, mean, I exaggerate. But you look at what he's getting paid. We already mentioned more than R.J. Barrett, more than DeAndre Ayton. These contracts were signed different years, but recently he's getting paid when this extension kicks in, similar to what Donovan Mitchell is making, similar to what Brandon Ingram is making, similar to what Jamal Murray is making, similar to what Pascal Siakam is making. Tyler Hero is getting paid like a top 40 player in the NBA. In order to be va to be worth this contract, he needs to be a top 40 player in the NBA minimum, right? Yeah. The Heat do not sign him to this contract, David, if they don't believe that he can be a top 40 player. That doesn't mean that he will be. It doesn't mean anything like that. But it just means that the Heat believe that he has the capability to be there, to get there. He's not there yet. I would say he's probably in the top 60 somewhere. But I'm telling you, man, if he comes in and scores 20 points per game as a starter, he's top 40. There's no ifs. We could talk about his defense or whatever, but if he's scoring 20 points per game as a starter on a playoff team, that's a top 40 player in the NBA. It's harder said than done. He's going to have yeah. to do it. It's going to be difficult. He's going to have to change his game the way that he was talking about. There will be a learning curve here. He's going to have bad games. He's going to have great games. But the pressure's on, I think. What, what could these incentives be? To make the last $10 million of this contract. I would say probably, yeah, it's usually something that you could put down on paper. So I'd say if you make an all-star game, boom, that triggers something. Maybe a point. Desired 25 points per game? Like a point per game, something like that. Yeah, like 25, something, 24, 25, 26 points per game. If he hits that, maybe, it may, I don't I don't know. I don't, I've don't. i obviously not seen the contract. The report, as we're talking now at 7.25 p.m. It's, it's not been reported hour. yet. Okay. But uh, I could see maybe like escalating parts like, hey, if you average 24, maybe you get this much of that bonus. If it's 25, you get a little bit more, you know, 10% increments or whatever it is. Who knows? 
Um, it, it's probably all tied to that all-star, all-NBA appearances perhaps could Individual be in there somewhere. Maybe like another award or something of that kind? Yeah, yeah. I would I would be surprised if there was six-man-of-the-year language in that contract. I would I would bet that the I would I bet that his agent would probably bristle at even having that in there. Um but uh look they kind of need him to hit those incentives, don't they? Right? Like that's the best version of this is that he hits those incentives. It's going to be viewed as an overpay, I think, around the league like what you were talking about from some people. Like but like we said, polarizing is polarizing for a reason. As many people as say that this is going to be an overpay, there's a lot of people that are going to say, "You know what? That makes sense." That's why it's polarizing, right? Um but um, I would say it's a huge ratio, like the eighty to twenty ratio, probably blasting the contract even now. Like just as a first reaction, like when you're when you're talking about like the Knicks fans, notwithstanding, they've been deluded for thirty years. Who cares what they have to say about R.J. Barrett or anything else? But as far as Heroes' contract is concerned, just even among the other twenty-eight teams around the league, like I just he has to do something more, right, in order for them to earn this kind of national he does. recognition. But he does. And, and six man of the year just hasn't been enough. You're right. This is almost a a sure lock of a, a starting role like yeah. you, you just can't pay him this kind of money and have him come off the bench like there's right. no way a player could just be that productive and you, if he's got david you can't pay him 25 points per game off the bench why not just put him in the starting lineup you can't you can't pay him this much money and not think that he could start it's not it's there's like it's not like oh my god we paid him all this money where did this money come from now we got to start him no like you pay him because you believe he can start and that's why i think he's gonna be a starter uh i i, I think it's a lock i, I would be, it's a lock it's a lock um, look, this also yes. has other ripple effects across the Miami Heat. What does this mean in terms of a star trade? We got to talk about it because that's what we were talking about all along. Do you not extend Tyler Hero so that you can maintain the flexibility to trade him in case the next disgruntled superstar becomes available? Well, Tyler Hero, at least in the next season, won't be getting traded. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about next here on Locked on Heat. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, Boxing, and Golf. And David, BetOnline has a whole lot of my money right now because I took a bath today. I lost every bet that I placed, so... That's fun. Better luck next week. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Back here with Locked On NBA, uh, Locked On NBA, Locked On Heat, talking about um, what this means for the Heat now in terms of a potential star trade. And the short of it is, even if Kevin Durant decided tomorrow that he wanted to ask out from Brooklyn, you know what? I'm gonna rescind the. I'm gonna go back to my trade request. Get me out. Tyler Hero would not be involved in any kind of offer. For Kevin Durant, because of the poison pill provision that goes along with an extension like this, it doesn't make it impossible to trade him this season, but it makes it really hard. And I don't really feel like doing the cap stuff because that just isn't good radio. But basically, yeah. it, it just changes the entire value of his contract going in and out. And because of the nature of NBA trades, salaries have to match one for one when you're going when you're, when you're making those deals. And because his value would be different for Miami than what it would be for the the team that would be potentially hypothetically receiving Tyler Hero. It just makes him untradeable. It just makes him untradeable, at least for a year. Does not mean that he can't get traded next year when the contract extension actually kicks in. He can. I don't think that that's off the table, but it it just means that any happen. Heat like, fan he, he thinking that to, he was going to get traded by the deadline, it's not going to happen. Yeah. He'd have to he'd have to craft the bed so tremendously this season. If that's the case, then what team would trade for him? They'll just be like, oh, well, that was a bad decision. 
by the Miami Heat and Pat Riley. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, or Giannis says, you know what, get me out of Milwaukee, and then you know what, it'd be so- specifically to Miami. Sure, right, right, it, like something like that. But to your point, a very rare occurrence, something that nobody is expecting, and and the Heat wouldn't give Tyler Hero this money if they weren't comfortable paying him for the extension of the entire deal. And now this locks Tyler Hero up through 2027. It locks Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is already locked in until 2026, as is Bam Adebayo. This is the core. That's your three. That's three. your trio. That's the big three. It's Bam Adebayo. It's Tyler Hero, the youngsters, and it's Jimmy Butler, the veteran. That's your core going forward because Jimmy Butler's extension kicks in what next next season? Bam Adebayo's extension is already kicked in. Um, this is it. That's the trio through basically 2026, and then obviously Tyler Hero has one more year after those guys. Yeah, I, I it's it's not a bad place to be. Like I, I mean, Jimmy is a top ten player. Bam, top twenty five. Tyler, I think look, another top thirty ish, top forty ish type player if he can reach those expectations yes. that the team and that we have for him. And if that's the case, this seems like a good place to be. How good, David? How can can the Heat win a championship if that's your big three? I hate I hate to be I hate to boil it down to that, but that's what this is all about. Is that good enough? Is that trio good yes. enough? You think yes, so? Yes, it is. I think it is. I think that's just, but you know what? It doesn't work that way. It doesn't just work on your big three, as we saw during the big three era when you had top three of the top 10 yeah. players in the league on the roster. You need your Shane Battiers, yeah. your Birdmans. That's right. You can't get there with Carlos Arroyo and Eric Dampier, unfortunately. That's just the way it works. <laughs> but Miami has been extras, at least for now. Gabe Benson, et cetera. They've got Kyle Lowry, who's still. An yeah. all-star level player, even though you know a lot of Heat fans have soured on his one season in Miami. We'll see what that happens. If you're getting a better version of Tyler, you're getting Jimmy a better version of Bam, and you're getting a better version of just this roster in general, this is a very good place to be in for a Heat fan, for the organization in general. They are legitimate contenders. Uh, I'm a believer. You know what? Maybe I am buying and drinking the Kool-Aid. Just so Drink what? the Kool-Aid, David. It's fine. It's Sunday night. We can drink some Kool-Aid to finish off the weekend. Um, look, I... I think it goes. I think Bam was being really accurate and honest on media day when he said this team is yeah. going to go as far as me and Tyler take it. You know, Jimmy Butler is the, that guy. We know what he is. He's a rock. He is steady. He's going to average twenty-one seven and seven throughout the regular season, and then he's going to go bonkers in the playoffs. That's just what he's going to do. He's going to play sixty-something games in the regular season, and then he's just going to do Jimmy Butler things in the postseason. That's just what, and we could count on that because he can. We, that's what he it's what he's been doing and i have no reason to think that he's not going to continue to do it um they need more from bam they need more from tyler they need bam to be more aggressive as a scorer right they need him to continue to be a perennial defensive player of the year candidate they need tyler hero to be better they need him to do what he did off the bench as a starter be more effective off the ball space the floor for bam and jimmy and be a guy who can impact winning without the ball in his hands because that's what he's going to be asked to do I think he's saying all the right things. I truly believe that he was working on those things in the offseason because he wanted more than anything to be a starter for the Miami, in the NBA in general. Um, and I think he really wanted to be a starter in Miami. I think he wants to play his career in Miami as long as that he's getting what he wants. And I'm good with that. If you can, if you can back up the talk, then why not talk that way? Um, he didn't back up the talk in the playoffs last year. He has to be better. He has to be better. The Heat, if this is the big three, if this is the core going forward, and yeah, like you said, there's 15 guys on the roster. You need other contributions. But it does start with the, that trio now. Yeah, They need Tyler Hero to probably be, to win a championship. I would say Bam needs to be a top 20 player, right? Yep. And I would say, uh, and as Jimmy kind of gets older, Bam has to ascend that ladder probably closer to top 15, I would say, I would think. Yeah. And, then, and then Tyler's got to be 
probably top 35 type of player in the NBA. One of the be- He's got to be one of the best scoring guards in the league. He's got to be there. Let's look, let's look at it. I mean, just even from an analytical perspective, like let's do the top 100 numbers. Like what's a title contending team or the strongest title contending team? Boston? Like Milwaukee. I think he's got to be as good as, you know, well, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's got Giannis. I mean, that's the thing. That's what's so different about the calculus. Top 50 player or top 40-ish player? Chris Drew? The top 50-ish player? Yeah, yeah I would say Middleton and Drew are both top 40 players. And then you got Giannis who's maybe one number one yeah or two yeah sure yeah um it's a little that's the difference yeah so i think Jimmy, he's your best player he's a top 10 player and then you know i think they make up for it than chris middleton but but yeah tyler has to turn this make this leap he has to enter i like that top 40 territory i think if you if you want to just do a straight formula which obviously doesn't work this way but if we want to I, I i like the i like the kind of framing of it if Giannis is the best player in the league so you got the number one player and then you've got two top 40 players in Middleton and Holiday, and that makes you title favorites by some betting lines, title favorites. Um, okay, so if you're the Heat and you've got a top 10 player in Jimmy, so you know put him 10 spots below Giannis on the on the ladder there, then then you need those other guys to make up. So you probably need Tyler to be a top 30 and Bam to be top 30. And and so that's exactly what we're sort of talking about. It, again, it's that's a really rough way to think about it, but I do think sure. that generally speaking – that's kind of what you're looking at by, but with title teams, aren't you? Like the Warriors won the championship. Steph is a top three player, top four player in the NBA. Uh, you got Draymond, who's probably top 40. Clay was a little weird. You, you, Wiggins was probably their third best player 20, last year. Sometimes top, top 50. 50 right? Yes, but like they, they have a lot of depth. But then you look at other teams like like Denver, Nikola Jokic, one of the best three players in the league too. Okay, yeah. and then you got Jamal Murray. He's for them. They need Jamal Murray to kind of be Tyler Hero to his Jimmy Butler, right? Like Jamal Murray has to come back from these injuries and be a top thirty guy for the Nuggets to have any kind of chance. You look across the board. That's what title teams are made of. The Heat are investing on their guys, man. Like this is a team built through the draft. This two of your top three guys you drafted in the lottery. This what is a departure, right? You. Yeah. It doesn't mean that if Tyler Hero does not become that guy that they can't trade him a year or two from now. That can absolutely still happen. He's just not getting traded this season because of the poison pill provision. But they believe that he can at least become that. I, I will kind of, you know, uh, not necessarily answer back to it, but I just I just think that, like, for a lot of Heat fans, because I can almost hear this already, the frustration about the running it back idea. Uh, and uh, we heard from uh, Giselle... Espinales uh, last week about yeah. you know the idea that running it back was starting to piss off some players that they took pride in the fact that they're running it back. I would say if you're a Heat fan, buckle up. This is probably going to be not just the core of your franchise moving forward. It might be the entirety of your franchise over the next few seasons. Like the the idea of dabbling your toes into the the superstar waters to lure Kevin Durant or anybody else probably not going to happen. You're paying oh. Jimmy Butler. 40 plus 50 million dollars over the next yeah. couple of seasons you're paying bam a lot of money you're paying tyler a lot of money i think they believe in this core if there's a name out there that might be on the way out it's kyle hilary and that being the case i don't know that a lot of teams are willing to take a 37 year old making close to 30 million dollars a year and they yeah yeah and they're gonna want to see what he looks like this year right so like if he's is, if he's in better shape the way that he looks to be in better shape and the way he's been working to be better shape than last year then yeah he's gonna be better than he was last year um, and, and I guess you just look and see what that looks like. But to your point, like, what are you trading Kyle Lowry for, right? Like, it's, you're, look, I want to build on that here. I know we're going to go long, but I think it's it's warranted. Um, this closes the door in the short term. 
on a superstar trade. It all because they're not trading Bam. That's the other, they've already said Bam's untouchable in a Kevin Durant trade. So if you're not trading Bam for KD, I don't know who you're trading Bam for. So he's untouchable as far as we are, are, are concerned. Tyler yeah, for a does, year uh, is, is Tyler Hero for right now is untouchable because he has to be. Um, this at least in the short term opens the door on a smaller trade. The Heat have draft picks. They could still make moves. They still got the Duncan Robinson contract if they want to try to move that. In December and January, Victor Oladipo, um, uh, Caleb Martin, and Dwayne Dedman, those salaries, those chunky salaries all become movable right before the deadline in February. There still can be a move made, right, out to, to, to complement this, this core three, right? right? And, and now I think what this does, while it closes the door on a superstar trade, David, I think it opens now the door on a more minor move to go in out and get a real side of, sort of power forward, more of a traditional yeah. four, or, or go ahead and go get a guy and upgrade the roster in other Battier places. Earlier, and I think it's it's a great you know comparison. It's like trade for Battier? Three now. Yeah. Like you're, you're hoping for somebody along those lines to yeah. come in here to be that perfect complimentary piece that yeah. ties it all together. Uh, it makes a lot of It goes back to what Pat Riley has said this, right? Be the next thing. Pat Riley has said this. Like you need to identify who your core players are and then build around them. And it kind of feels like this is identifying Tyler Hero as a core player. I think I think there's no doubt about that. I mean, you know, you don't get paid thirty two point five million dollars a year to be a fringe player. I mean, they could have just done this in restricted free agency. Like, I'm gonna keep hammering that point. People that are not gonna believe in Tyler Hero, look, we'll see what the season looks like for him. But the Heat believe in him. Like, I, I just don't see how you pay him this much money. You, this organization is not one to get bullied into paying somebody like this. They would have just kicked right. the tire. Or, or kick the can down the road until next summer and just said, you know what, go and restrict free agency and see what you get, and then we'll decide whether we want to match it. I, the DeAndre Ayton thing was messy, but David, it happens all the time. It happens all sure. the time in the NBA with that. And so you got to believe that Tyler, that, that this Heat organization has the ultimate confidence that Tyler Hero could be the guy that they need him to be. They could trade him two years from now. It doesn't mean that they can't, but I, I just, I think that this it's, it's notable that now they could start building around that that group of three, and I think you throw Lowry in there probably because yep. he's kind of – you're not trading him. It's just so difficult to trade him the way things are right now. Okay, that's your four. You got your point guard, your shooting guard, your forward, and your you're center. You, I think you start looking. Okay, Victor Oladipo, can you be oh. our new sixth man of the year coming off the bench? Mm. If not, we'll see. Maybe you maybe you could get moved by the deadline. Um, like Struess, Gabe Vincent, Yurtsevin, all these guys, are you guys going to take leaps – before you become unrestricted free agents next summer. There's still decisions to be made for this team. And I think this Tyler Hero extension provides a, just a little bit more clarity, but important clarity for this front office. I love it. I, I'm so I'm so glad they got it done. Me I, too. I, you're, to your point earlier, I just I, to have these questions hanging over this franchise, to start the season now, now you can just move forward. Yeah. You're looking forward to on-court production. Game start this week. We're days away from it. You've got your scrimmage coming up later on today. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an exciting Monday time night. for this team uh, to prove that they are still a contending team, that they haven't fallen off just because they're quote-unquote running it back. Yeah. Uh, and now you've got Tyler as your core moving forward. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's just it's a great time. And David, and David, yeah. we don't have to answer questions about trading Tyler Hero for a year. This is amazing. Oh. I'm so we'll excited. We'll get those questions. We'll no, still get them. we're not answering them. We got, we're boy... We are boycotting Tyler Hero qu trade questions for a year, yeah? It doesn't make sense to, to talk about it. Boycotting it. I think that's fair. Don't send them in the mailbag. Don't comment. We're not answering it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we don't want to hear more Duncan trading Duncan questions. We've gotten plenty of those either. So, I mean, I'm okay with the Duncan Robinson stuff because he's still – but whatever. 
No more Tyler Hero. No more Tyler Hero trade questions. You know what? No more trade. You guys questions. are gonna share a pizza together, and now you're like talking about trading him. Come on. Man. I would never. I would never trade Duncan Robinson. That's my guy, man. We're gonna go to Miami Slice. We're gonna have a good time. But I'm not in charge. I'm not in charge. Uh, thanks again for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked On Heat on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. We will be covering the scrimmage Monday night. We've got preseason starting Tuesday night. We will have recaps of the preseason games. We will have all the updates that you need here on Locked On Heat. Subscribe, rate, review, all those nice things. Thanks for joining me, David. You got it, Wes.